there, friend. Welcome back to the Wayfarer Podcast. I'm Tom Vanderwell. Thanks so much for joining me once again on this chapter of Day Journey. We're in Genesis chapter 27, and it was verse 20 that resonated with me this morning. It says that Isaac asked his son Jacob, how did you find it so quickly, my son? And Jacob replies, the Lord your God gave me success. Today's podcast is entitled Dysfunctional. Death and funerals tend to bring out all of the fun in family dysfunction. <laughs> I remember officiating one funeral in which siblings and their families stayed in opposite rooms in their parents' home, and I had to bounce back and forth like a ping-pong ball to make the service arrangements because they wouldn't speak to one another or even be in the same room. I've done multiple funerals in which it was doubtful that a child or children of the deceased would even show up. I've witnessed the fallout from parental favoritism, parental disfavor, deception, hatred, mishandled inheritance, and the relational scars of unreconciled issues or arguments that are decades old. This stuff all seems to show itself at a funeral. Family systems are mysterious and complex, i found. Parents, children, personalities, power, favor, honor, and inheritance, they all make for a highly dysfunctional systemic cocktail. So today's chapter isn't all that surprising to me. Isaac has always favored his son Esau, the firstborn twin. Esau is an alpha male with all the unchecked emotion and aggression that often go with it. He's a rugged outdoorsman, a skilled hunter. Jacob is a mirror image of his brother, a mama's boy, quiet, quick-minded, and shrewd. Esau has married two Hittite women who have upset the system and have become the bane of his mother Rebecca's existence. And perhaps this is Part of the motivation for urging Jacob's deceptive theft of his older brother's position as the heir to be head of the clan. Perhaps she believes that Esau will be a foolish temperamental leader who will make life miserable for everyone. Whatever the motivation, Jacob lives up to his name, which means deceiver, by the way. He pretends to be his brother, deceives his father, and receives the blessing that rightfully belonged to Esau. Jacob will succeed his father as head of the family and administrate his inheritance. What struck me as I read the chapter this morning is that Jacob, when addressing his father, refers to God as the Lord your God. At this point in the story, Jacob doesn't appear to have a personal relationship with the God of his grandfather and father. He's got God at arm's length and perhaps this explains or helps to explain his willingness to deceive his own father and dishonor his own brother. You know, along my journey, I found that those who have not actually read or digested <laughs> the great story often have the notion that the biblical heroes like Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob were somehow righteous, upstanding examples of godliness to the point of not even being human but nothing could be further from the truth. I offered Jacob as exhibit A. He was flawed. He was a flawed human 
in a dysfunctional family system and his faith journey and life journey are a struggle, a wrestling match with God and others. Even as he progresses in his own personal journey and relationship with God, he will be forced to deal with the fallout of what will be his own dysfunctional family choices. Jacob is a work in progress. And in the quiet this morning, I take some solace in this. I mean, I have my own issues and dysfunctional blind spots. Even after 40 years as a Jesus follower, I'm still a work in progress. And so is everyone else. Again, if you want to apply the rules of cancel culture to me, then you might as well go ahead and stop this podcast and move on. I'm just glad that God shows himself to be one who mercifully wraps his grace around my own human failures and redeems my tragic flaws in transforming me slowly throughout my own story. Last night, Wendy read me a post by a word artist that we love and support, and her words feel like they were a divine appointment this morning. Here's a partial of what she wrote. Quote, you do not have to be who you have been. You can think differently, feel differently. Don't let anyone nail you to a selfhood that no longer belongs to you. End quote. She goes on to offer a breathing prayer where you inhale one statement and exhale the other. So the inhale, I am not who I once was. Exhale. I am known and forgiven. By the way, that's by Cole Arthur Riley. You can find her on Patreon and on Instagram at Black Liturgies. I hope you have a great day, my friend. We'll see you back here tomorrow.